The Salute to Hoops Podcast. A podcast dedicated to the basketball card world and the players we know and love. Welcome to the show. Salute to Hoops, guys. Welcome. Episode 2 of the Salute to Hoops Podcast. It's been a while since the last one. Trying to get on a good schedule here with the between the podcast and my YouTube channel as well. Uh, but I believe that uh, with time, we'll be able to make that happen. So I appreciate you guys listening. Appreciate you guys' your support. And if, if you guys like the podcast, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. I also have a YouTube channel as well. Uh, it's dedicated to basketball cards and the basketball card hobby. So if you're interested in anything of that nature, go ahead and subscribe to my YouTube channel at Salute to Hoops. It's spelled the same way as it uh, is on this podcast. So, episode two, guys. Episode two of the podcast. And this came. This idea came to me uh, because I was going through my basketball cards, was doing some organization, and I came across a player who, uh, man, I haven't, I haven't heard this name in quite a while. So I decided, you know what? What happened to this guy? What happened to this guy? Uh, and that guy is Tyrus Thomas. If you're a Chicago Bulls fan, you know who Tyrus Thomas is. You probably have some animosity towards our front office, our former front office at the time, for making Tyrus Thomas happen on the Chicago Bulls, and I don't blame you. Um, so let's just get into it. So went to LSU and became a star pretty much his second year. Showed some some signs of some nice athleticism. Could jump out the gym for sure. Block shots, defense, so on and so forth. So the 2006 draft came around. The Chicago Bulls had the second overall pick that draft. Me being 15 at the time, I thought I knew everything about basketball. I will say that I wanted the Bulls to draft this guy, Saracine from Senegal. And if you don't know who that is, there's probably a reason he did not last too long in the NBA. I believe he was drafted 10th overall by the Seattle Supersonics. Lasted about two or three years in the league. So I'm happy to say that my scouting ability has matured since then greatly. Thank God. Uh, but I I remember thinking that I either wanted the Bulls to draft LaMarcus Aldridge or this Saracene guy. We all... LaMarcus Aldridge was the safe pick. Played for Texas. Complete beast at Texas. And was was thought to be the number one pick that year. Andrea Bargnani went number one and that didn't uh, go very well for him either. Anyway, so the second pick comes around... The Chicago Bulls draft LaMarcus Aldridge. Amazing pick. It is what we needed. We needed a big man on our squad that year. And I was happy. I think all Chicago Bulls fans were happy with that pick. However, then the fourth overall pick comes around. And David Stern has an announcement to make. You know, the little bell rings. Ding, ding, ding. There's been a trade. And the Chicago Bulls traded 
Lamarcus Aldridge to the Portland Trailblazers for Tyrus Thomas, and I believe we got Victor Cryapa in that trade as as well, if I'm not mistaken. So I just remember thinking about how bad of a decision that was on our on our Bulls front office. Uh, it wasn't surprising by any means as as a Chicago Bulls fan. We had, oh, we it's almost it's it's bad how how horrible our front office was with Paxson and Foreman and Reinsdorf all running the show. So the Bulls get Tyrus Thomas and Victor Cryapa. Cool. So it became apparent pretty quickly that Lamarcus Aldridge was not sorry. No, uh, excuse me, Tyrus Thomas was kind of a, a one-trick pony. I mean, in his time in Chicago, the guy could jump out of the gym. Uh, that there was no secret, but I think his major issue was that there was no development in the years to come after he was drafted by the, the Chicago Bulls, and. Granted, he did uh, win a, or he, I believe he comp- competed in the slam dunk contest or something like that. Uh, I, I vividly remember him jumping from the free throw line, dunking with two hands. So great, he could jump. But there was really no other development in his game in his years in Chicago. And meanwhile, uh, while he was kind of struggling, uh, Lamarcus Aldridge was just dominating uh, the league uh, in Portland. So it was definitely uh, bittersweet to see that, but, you know, well, what do you do really? So Tyrus Thomas ended up lasting uh, four years in Chicago, his best year being the 2008-2009 season where he averaged 10 points per game and six rebounds a game. At that point, being the fourth overall pick, I think that people are expecting a lot more than that. And like I said, it became, especially as a Bulls fan, it, it became pretty clear that he didn't really have much else to offer except his athleticism. And I think that's what really hurt him. There was also rumors that uh, he was kind of immature in the locker room and that he you know, he didn't really take practice seriously and, and things like that. So once again, as a Chicago Bulls fan, not surprising because of how horrible our our front office was. So by the 2009 season, uh, he got traded to Charlotte. Had some decent, a couple, you know, de- I guess decent seasons. Uh, Ten points per game, six rebounds per game in Charlotte his first two years, and then kind of kind of tapered off at. By 2012-2013, he was only averaging 5 points per game and was only playing 13 minutes per game. So he was, he, at this point, I think like he had been given up on. He was only 26 years old at the time uh, of him playing in Charlotte. Uh, a lot of people would think that there's still room to grow, but like I said, I think it became pretty apparent that he really, he wasn't trying to develop a jump shot. Uh, was kind of a I guess a mediocre defender. You know, he could you couldn't really rely on the guy to to guard your your best big man in the game. That's for sure. Didn't play the 13-14 uh, season, 
And then he was eventually picked up by Memphis, where he only played two games. Two games in Memphis and played three and a half minutes, and he was waived by the team, and that was kind of it. You know, Tyrus Thomas was out of the league by age 28, which is kind of a sad story given his potential and the hype surrounding him, but it just goes to show you that you can't just be content in the NBA. You have to, you kind of got to better yourself, you know? So he was out of the league by 2014, 2015. Meanwhile, LaMarcus Aldridge, who was 29 at the time, 29, 29 at this time, so a year older than Tyrus Thomas. He was over in Portland killing the game. Arguably his best season of his career while uh, Tyrus Thomas was out of the league. So that season, Lamarcus Aldridge was averaging 23-11. and 11. I just looked it up. On basketball reference, 23 and 11. Meanwhile, our draft pick, who wasn't even on our team anymore, was completely out of the league. It, it goes to show you what kind of players bo- they both were. You know, and you got to ask yourself, what would the Bulls have been like had they drafted Lamarcus Aldridge? I mean, that is a a, a franchise player you know if you if you didn't get to watch LaMarcus Aldridge in those Portland Trailblazers years he was a a a franchise changing player no doubt about it so once again as a Chicago Bulls fan I'm not surprised that our, our front office did that but it's it's disheartening to see all right enough with that that depressing uh little blip of info there about those two players. Anyway. So after LaMarcus Aldridge, excuse me, after Tyrus Thomas was out of the NBA, he played a year overseas in Germany where he averaged a surprising three points per game and three rebounds per game. I couldn't get much info on this team, uh, but it's just weird because, I mean, he was only 28. He was, you know, he's was still in his prime. You know, he wasn't old by any means, and you hear about NBA guys going overseas all the time. I mean, just think about Jimmer Fredette, uh, and they absolutely kill it. So that's a bit surprising that he only averaged 3-3, uh, three and three. Uh, but a lot of guys don't pan out with their teams overall when they go overseas too. So I guess it's not too surprising. So that was it. Uh, he played 10 years with a professional basketball, and he no longer plays basketball at all anymore. I don't know if he is officially retired. Uh, I couldn't find any information on him, you know, actually stating or advising that he was retired from the game of basketball. Uh, but I think that it's pretty apparent. I, he's 35 right now, so I'm assuming that he's he's kind of done uh, playing uh, basketball for for his career. So what's he doing now? So I did a little bit of research on Tyrus Thomas. He's back uh, in his home state of Louisiana, namely Baton Rouge, and he's actually uh, a like a social justice or an advocate for 
the social justice movement. Also, coaches uh, at the high school level and pretty much is using his, uh, I guess you could say his, his power or his stature in, 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 in society for, for doing good. So uh, definitely a positive, positive story for Tyrus Thomas, at least after his NBA career, uh, that he's looking to help kids in his community and help the people within his community uh, to kind of overcome their, their, their barriers. So, which is nice to hear, you know, there's, I think we hear too much about these professional athletes that go broke after their, their career and they end up homeless or alcoholics. So this is definitely a a change of pace and it's, it's nice to hear that he's, he's doing something positive for the people in his community. And that is it guys. That is it for episode two of the salute to hoops podcast. Glad that we were able to find out what Tyrus Thomas is doing, what happened in his NBA career, and glad that it turned out to be a positive, positive ending for Tyrus. See you guys next time on episode three. Like I said in the beginning of this podcast, I'm trying to get on a nice schedule where I can balance both my YouTube channel and this podcast. And I'm trying to still, I guess, get the hang of having the podcast be smooth. You know, uh, I'm running a pretty low-budget operation. I, I don't have, you know, the $150 microphones or my own little room to do this in. Um, so it's it's a work in progress, just like anything. But I'm confident that we can get a nice little audience here in this Tubes podcast. So... If you're listening to this, I appreciate you guys for listening. Go ahead and uh, subscribe to the channel, the podcast. And I will see you guys on the next one.